Now, get ready to talk hockey. Streaming from the Oilers Live Studio. Subscribe or follow today. Hey, 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 it's Michael for another edition of Oilers Live Tuesday. Uh, late night edition, I guess, of Oilers Live Tuesday is we're into the second round of the NHL playoffs. I've got a few of my uh, closest friends that uh, I rarely ever get to see in person. Uh, but uh, one that I haven't seen in a very long time, Mr. SPR himself, Sean, welcome back to Oilers Live. We haven't seen you for a while. Thank you, sir. And then, of course, uh, Mr. Mike Dursa, who I haven't had uh, on the show for a while either, I don't think, maybe a few weeks at least. Welcome. And Dash in the Park, who, yeah, he's been on once or twice recently. <laughs> <laughs> but welcome anyway, Dash. Happy to have you, as always. Love the hat, by the way. That's, uh, Thank you. It's brand new. Pretty classic one there. Loving it. Loving all the Oilers gear out there. If you see behind me, I've got the uh, the uh, Wayne Gretzky doll, which I'm going to play with probably later. I'm <laughs> here, you know. <laughs> Ride the Barbie mobile somewhere down. There. Yeah, that's what I do late at night. <laughs> and out of sheer humility, you have a pillow with your own face that's on right, it. Right, that's right. Yeah, while the face is turned inward. In fact, Sean, uh, the sad part is if you do turn that face, that pillow around, it is my smiling face on there. It's quite sad. It's yeah, beautiful. A little bit creepy. Uh, so this is a uh, Oilers Live second round preview uh, after uh, what was an interesting first round. And, and to start today, I'm going to... Um, Dash and I did a uh, first round preview a couple weeks back uh, before the uh, first round started. And I'm almost, it's almost shameful to say our picks. We'll go through them anyway because we had Boston and Florida. Dash took Boston in six. I took Boston in four. Obviously, both of us wrong there. Uh, Toronto and T Bay. Uh, Dash took Tampa in six. In seven, sorry, I took Tampa in six. Wrong and wrong. Islanders and Canes. Dash took Islanders in five. I took Islanders in seven. Uh, wrong and wrong. Uh, Rangers and Devils. Uh, Dash took Rangers in seven. I finally got one right, but I didn't get the amount of games right. I said Devils in six. So uh, the Eastern Conference was not nice to us, Dash, I'd have to say. Uh, going into the Western Conference, the Golden Knights and Jets. Dash had the Knights in five. Good call on that one. I had the Jets in seven. Um, <laughs> clearly, the Jets The Jets were lucky. They weren't out in two <laughs> in that one. Uh, Avalanche and Kraken. Uh, I had the Avs in five. Dash had the Avs in four. Stars and Wild. Uh, the only one we were both right on. Uh, Dash had stars in five. I had the stars in seven. And then uh, the Oilers and Kings were both right on that one as well. Uh, Dash had Oilers in seven and Oilers in five. So uh, clearly had a better vantage point of what was going to happen in the Western Conference and the Eastern Conference. Uh, pretty crazy. And Sean, I haven't heard you heard from you for a while, but um, so maybe I just uh, will get a little recap from everybody, but I'd love to start with you. What were your thoughts on the first round? 
I mean, I, I think I told you off air before we started. I mean, I had two series that I were was sure on mm-hmm. the Avalanche series and the Boston series, uh, both in seven and and um I would have I would have not been surprised if the Avs took it in four and the Bruins took it in four. Um obviously it didn't happen that way. But um your thoughts on the first round of the playoffs so far. Yeah, it was an exciting first round. I had pretty much the same picks, quite honestly. I thought the Rangers would win. Um I did take Seattle just because they were the best five on five team all year and Grubauer against his old team and yep. Colorado had so many guys injured and Stanley Cup hangover. That was kind of my upset. Um but other than that, I, I took Tampa too because I, I just like betting against the Leafs. It's <laughs> yeah, about everybody, let's be honest. Yeah, and I have Vegas too, I guess. That wasn't really an upset. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was a good first round. It was exciting. Lots of overtime games and wasn't uh, too fond of the officiating overall the first round. But yeah, I thought it was good. Nice. Yeah. Nice to play of hockey again. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, but um, I thought it was one of the more exciting first rounds, especially with all the upsets that happened. Yeah. So, your thoughts, first round recap? Did you say me? Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I said. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I. Yeah, it was a little bit hard for me. My my fiance is a big time Bruins fan, so. Uh, she kind of pulled the Homer Simpson and went into the bushes with her Bruins jersey and came out with her Oilers jersey. She's a pretty good sport about it. Uh, I wouldn't have been I wouldn't have been as as uh, happy as she was uh, after they lost. But uh, she said today she was a little bit sad still, but uh, didn't expect that one. Uh, Florida, like you know, was in hibernation all season, and they seemed to come out just in time to make the playoffs. And and uh, sh- they've showed up for the first round uh, against Boston. Um, took them out and they look like they're on their way to do some damage against the Leafs. Uh, that series might go the distance or, or Florida might just totally, you know, wipe, wipe them, wipe them out. I mean, they, they've had to get up to be able to play at a high level. And I, I think they're there and, uh, you know, surprise that the avalanche are out uh, at the beginning of the year, they were my, my uh, repeat cup champ uh, prediction. So um, I was definitely wrong there. Um, not sad about it though, but yeah, like Sean said, they, they've been pretty injury riddled all season. And I think it, it took effect, uh, in the first round. So the door is open for us. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, save the best for last, Mr. Dash. <laughs> There's a compliment. You get a few of them once in a while. What do you got on the, uh, first round recap for well, you don't ask me back 45 times because I'm... Uh, <laughs> you, you don't count how many times you've been on unless you enjoy being on here. <laughs> You're more than just a pretty face. <laughs> right. I, I certainly don't bite my tongue. Um, <clears throat> let's see, first round. Uh, yeah, clearly we didn't have our finger um, exactly what was going on in the East. A lot of surprises there. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Um, you know, I, I probably in my brain knew Toronto was going to win, but in my heart, I just wanted Tampa to win so bad. Uh, so that was part of it. I think, you know, picking with my heart, um, you know, maybe the biggest surprise being New Jersey for me. Um, I had the Rangers going all the way to the cup final. I I knew that they would struggle with defense, you know, seeing the types of players, even that they picked up in Tarasenko and Kane. I don't, I don't think those guys are known for being, being fleet of foot, if you will. Um, 
you know, Kreider's not known for his speed. Zabinajad's not known for his defense. They crammed a top six or top nine there. Panarin's not known for his defense that, you know, may have been set up to struggle in the playoffs. You know, you've got maybe the second best goaltender in the world and a literal human freight train in Jacob Trubra on the back end. But um, New Jersey was a defensive clinic. It was really surprising for me to see. Uh, I heard earlier that uh, Nico Heischer played 96 minutes of five on five and gave up 11 high danger scoring chances, but had 33 or 32, four when he was on the ice played 30 some minutes head to head was a Benazad. And during that time, Zabinazad had uh, zero goals and five shots. So just like an absolute clinic. And I don't think that the, I don't know. I'm not sure that speed and that, that system can be stopped. Uh, that said on the, on the West, you know, we were a little more accurate there. I think that was fun to see the Oilers come and uh, do what they did with LA uh, Colorado, bit of a surprise, you know, if we we're going to pick a upset on the West, it probably would have been Seattle. I just didn't. Uh, I also had them playing each other in the conference final again. So a um, little bit scared of Dallas still. Ottinger to me is still being Ottinger of last year, this season, this playoffs. Uh, I'm not sure Seattle can keep doing that against Dallas. Um, but I'm sure we'll get into that. It was a really entertaining first round. Yeah. I mean, you know, general consensus, I'd say, but from everybody is uh, entertaining first round. One thing um, uh, none of you mentioned, but but I'm sure, you know, we didn't really uh, talk about the Oilers series, which is the Oilers are now 21 games uh, without a loss in regulation. I mean, who would have who saw that coming? Uh, that series, you know, went six. It was definitely close, which I think we all probably thought, you know, L.A. would be a tough, uh, tough go. Biggest surprise for me in the first round and uh, with the Oilers, and I took them in five, not because I thought L.A. was going to be a team they were going to walk over, but I just figured they'd be able to hold the lead better than they did, um, which they didn't do. Obviously, there was only one, you know, if you want to call it a blowout game, I don't know if I would call it exactly a blowout, but it was as close as you'll get uh, in that series. Um, but wow, I mean, Oilers not uh, not losing in regulation is a pretty big deal, uh, and finding a way to win in overtime is also a big deal uh, considering their record. So, but all of those things, yeah, I mean, I still can't get over Boston uh, with that type of a collapse and the you know, just how good that team was. I know the President's Cup curse, whatever. I mean, is, Did I not say in our preview show that they hadn't faced adversity all year? And that yeah. a very good chance if they run into it that they might not know how to defeat it. And But they, had three, Boston, they but. had three shots at adversity. That's the sad part of it, right? I mean, you just need to, you just need to, uh, and, and it, I honestly thought even in that, final game seven they were going to pull it out uh it looked like there was a point but hey you know what um that's why you play uh that's why you play the games see who wins and uh you know it makes for an exciting uh exciting nhl what has it been 23 or or not 23 years we know exactly the last time any one of these player teams have won was in 2006 when the carolina hurricanes beat the um 
Edmonton Oilers. It's the last of the remaining teams to have won a Stanley Cup, I, I think, right? So that's kind of uh, it's kind of exciting. We'll see a, a new king crowned. The other thing I might say about the first round, um, and and Sean, I know you're not as active on Twitter as you used to be, but I um, was, um, you know, in some ways trolling Leafs fans because I knew they'd be bothered by it, um, but also somewhat serious about it. As I said, like quietly, the Pacific Division became one of the top divisions in the league this year. Yeah, and uh, and I think these playoffs have kind of, you know, proven that to be maybe true. Uh, more so than anybody was giving the Pacific Division credit for. Um, you know, especially watching uh, Seattle again tonight show that they deserve to be there, right? Like, this is not a, you know, this is not a team that uh, uh, is getting lucky. They're, you know, they've had a pretty, I think, great regular season for for this team, and they're continuing to do what they do, and, and uh, they're getting some goaltending to go along with. So that's kind of my outlook on all of the um, first round. All right, let's uh, let's talk about um, the second round first. Let's um, let's go to a couple of comments. We got some folks tuning in. Uh, we got uh, Garrity says looking good, Durs. Uh, it's a little bit uh, early in the evening, Garrity, be that drunk. Um, <laughs> as the seventeenth place team ever knocked off the first place team. Um, I, well, I mean, we talked about, uh, what's the, uh, I, I assume Florida beating Boston, uh, the, uh, miracle on Manchester was a 48 point difference. Of course, that was only a best of five, right? Um, I don't the know. The Oilers in 06 must've knocked off the Detroit, Detroit Red Wings. I'm sure yeah. that Oilers team would have been at least 17 or 18. They scraped mm-hmm. into the playoffs that year. I remember San, San Jose beat Detroit one year. San Jose was barely got in. I think Detroit was the president's president's trophy winner. Yeah. They were 6-2, I believe. <clears throat> yeah. Crazy. Uh, either I'm way, Boston, it was an like, epic even... collapse. Yeah, in my mind, it, if it's not the biggest upset, <laughs> you know, in, in playoff history, it's close to. Um, Gave up two leads in at home in Game Seven, and then lose it in overtime. Florida didn't lead once in that entire game, and they won Game Seven on the series. Yeah. Well, and Boston, like when Boston scores five goals in a game and they lose, (laughs) right? Like, how does that happen? Right? Their goal. Sean, they gave up a touchdown in Game Six. Like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, that's crazy. Their goaltending really let them down. But, I mean, they had a lot of injuries, too. Bergeron was hurt. He came back. Krejci was hurt. He came back. You know, and like I think like Dash said, too, they didn't really have a lot of adversity. They weren't really challenged the regular season. And one thing we always forget about every year, and that's kind of why I went with Seattle this year in my pool, although I still didn't do great, is the playoffs is a whole new season. Yeah. So, like, some teams are just built for the playoffs, you know. And Seattle just, they're so, they're, they're such a great coached team and they're, and they're so good five on five that come playoff time. That's kind of the team that you don't want to face, right? They got the Larson, the Alexiacs, those big heavy defensemen that can kind of lean on you. And yeah, it's just, uh, it's, yeah, it's crazy what happened. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. I, yeah. Uh, what else we got? Uh, 
Who's going to be the dark horse for the oil in this round? We'll get to that. Uh, um, and then uh, Tara says, I thought I saw a tweet, maybe Dash. Uh, Boston lost seven home games and three were versus Florida in the playoffs. Um, I think, was Florida not the only team that had a better record against Dash or against Boston than any other team in the uh, East? Didn't they have the best record against Boston? Two in regular season? Yeah, they did. Yeah, like they had the winning record. They were the only team with the winning record against Boston in the regular season. They matched up good, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and sometimes that's all it is. Although, I mean, let's not forget that Florida was the President's Cup trophy winner last year, right? And uh, they needed some time to adjust to a couple of big names coming in and a couple of big names going out, right? Um, you know, and I like, and I don't think I, I actually think it was smart to move Huberdo out and bring Kachuk in, uh, as much as I hate Kachuk. I mean, that's, and take some time to gel on a team when you have, especially when you got a guy like Kachuk. Um, but look at these, uh, former flames doing well in, uh, Florida. (laughs) They started the series too. Don't forget. They started the series with Alex Lyon in net. That's that's right, yeah. Against Boston, and they yeah. still won that series. Yeah, even though he got pulled, and they went Bobrovsky. <laughs> yeah, and Bobrovsky looks like uh, he's going to be the goaltender of the playoffs right now. Mm-hmm. He played really well today. Yeah, yeah, he uh, yeah. he certainly um, <clears throat> certainly showing like he's a playoff uh, playoff tender. I love the. Uh, you know, the Columbus uh, reference against Tampa and then the um, <laughs> versus Boston. I mean, how big is that? Right? The two uh, top point scoring teams in their or, uh, regular season points in NHL history. Mm-hmm. He's responsible for taking them out. So that's pretty awesome. All right. Let's uh, let's talk some second uh, second round matchups. So let me get my. Uh, trusty notes out here because um I like to keep this record so that we can look back at how awful our picks were or how great our picks were um for nothing other than uh if i'm number one then i can talk about it all night and if i'm not then we just move on from it <laughs> <laughs> one of the benefits of being a host right <laughs> um we're gonna start with uh the uh Maple Leafs uh, versus Florida. And uh, so here's here's how we'll do it uh, for each series. Uh, I'll pick one of you to start. And then, um, you know, I want to I want to hear what your prediction is. Uh, and uh, your prediction and then maybe any commentary as to why you think, you know, what your you know, why you think that prediction is going to come true. Um, and what there's four series, there's four of us, so each of us can start uh, in one of them. Um, so I'll start, uh, Dursa, we'll start with you. We're going to do the uh, Maple Leafs versus the Florida Panthers. Uh, so first off, let's uh, let's hear your pick, and then you can let us know why. I'm I'm going to take the Panthers in six. Um, I think they're just playing at a really high level. They're, they seem really opportunistic 
Um, and Bobrovsky, Ber- from what I saw tonight, that guy's dialed in. He's he's on another level, and I just don't think Samsonov can uh, match what Bobrovsky's game is at right now. Um, yeah, I, I'll take the Panthers in six there. There's still some Leafs fans that have the Leafs in four, by the way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, <laughs> Sean, let's get your uh, your opinion. Um, well. Florida winning game one certainly kind of influences that a little bit. I, I'm still going to stick with Florida in six as well. Um, just for the simple fact, yeah, Bobrovsky for sure. But if, I kind of feel like sometimes when a team, they can never do anything and they finally get over the hump. I feel like that was almost like their Stanley Cup. They beat Tampa. Finally, we got the monkey off our back. And, you know, they kind of take the foot off the gas a little bit. They feel like that pressure's off. And now they're facing a completely different type of team. And I feel like it's just, they're going to fall behind. And it's just, it's, it's just going to be too much for them to to come back on that. And, and Florida just gives teams a lot of trouble with, with their style. Right. So I'm going to go with Durst and I'm going to take Florida as well. Six games. In six games. All right. Uh, I'll go next. Dash, I'll let you uh, take the uh, end one on this one. Uh, so I'm going to take, I'm, you know, I'm tempted actually to take the Leafs because uh, I would love, I, as much as I hate to see the Leafs in the Stanley Cup final, I would love to see the Leafs <laughs> and the Oilers in the final. Yeah. And then for the Oilers to absolutely demolish them. And 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 end any conversation that uh, <laughs> has ever happened before. Um, but I kind of, uh, you know, I would have taken the Leafs actually earlier before tonight happened. Um, but you're right. Like this um, this game uh, tonight, you see the Panthers go in. Bobrovsky play the way that he played. Uh, but I still think the Leafs can. Uh, it, it, you know, a lot will ride on the next game. Um, obviously, I think if the Panthers win the next game, that's probably it for the Leafs for sure. Um, but if the Leafs can come, I'll say Leafs in seven. Uh, and that should and probably will be the last time that I ever uh, <laughs> say the Leafs are going to win a series. And actually, that might be the first time I've ever had the Leafs winning a series, so. Well, you're, you, you'd be perfect so far, then. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, Dash. Boy, oh boy. This is the one where you make me choose with my heart instead of my head again. Yeah. You know, you know, this is about as fence-sitter as it gets. But, you know, if I was going to pick with my brain, I think I'd take Toronto in seven, and it would just be because of similar similarities to the Oilers there's just too much overwhelming star power to hold them back and they're solid everywhere else in their game that said there's something special about the Panthers um I don't know if there was a tougher out in the first round uh clearly but just even in the way they did it right you know just it was similar to uh LA versus Edmonton LA never had led in any of those games and that they won um, we dominated the series, and I think there's some similarities there with the Panthers, right? And they're just a tougher out than LA, which is a lot of respect said. Um, I'm going to go with the X factor that none of you guys noticed, and you should all be ashamed of yourselves. <laughs> Paul Maurice. 
I think he's no. the best coach in the NHL and it might not even be close. And I just, the way that this team matches up against the Maple Leafs might be beneficial. You know, the Toronto <coughs> doesn't, uh, doesn't dump, you know, they're just Did possession just hungry. <laughs> <laughs> All puns intended there, Leafs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's, and, and Florida's really good at, creating perimeter shots and, and not giving up a lot of high quality chances. So, you know, if they can neutralize those top players for the Leafs who quite frankly, haven't accomplished shit in their careers yet. Um, we'll see. So I, I am officially going to pick the Panthers in seven. Panthers in seven. All right. You did start with the Leafs in seven. I thought that's my heart. I mean, that was my brain. I'm going with my heart. Though. All right. Uh, Tara. Clearly related to you, says I really like Maurice too. <laughs> She's just got a brain on her shoulders. <laughs> no, Maurice. Maurice is a good coach. Another Dashney burner. Imagine that. <laughs> there you go. I just, you know, Taychuck will drag them into the fight. He's the type of guy that could start a fight in an empty room. And I just think that I don't know. Maybe it's Ryan O'Reilly's too much for him, like Kane was. But if it's not, it, I don't know. Flora's got a chance. Right. They definitely got a chance. Uh, Montour is on another level too for them. Yeah. I think that's Maurice. I think that's a system. He's not the best coach in the league, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> Careful. This takes hot. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Because Woodcroft is. All right. I, I can <laughs> see. Oh. We'll see. <laughs> well, we're, you know, we're moving to. Uh, where I think this is going, we're moving to the uh, the Seattle versus uh, Stars matchup, and um, and we'll stick with uh, with you, Dash. And uh, just so you know, it's um, looks like nine thirty three, or roughly just over nine uh, nine minutes left in the third period. Seattle is uh, is up by one four to three. Um, your thoughts on this uh, series, where that's going to go, and we'll start with you, Dash. Uh, I th- I just think that, oh, you know, the five on five play is great. You know, Grubauer's done what Grubauer's done. I don't know if there's a ho- enough high end scoring there. I just feel like, especially without Jared McCann in the lineup. Um, Having to score seven straight games, more go- having to score s- more goals than the Dallas Stars for seven straight games without McCann and against Ottinger, just I don't, I'm not sure that can happen. I think Dallas has a superior uh, forward group defense and goaltending, and generally over seven games will come through. So um, I like Dallas and I like them pretty fast. Uh, let's say Stars and six. Okay, Stars and six. All right. And uh, we'll go maybe five uh, if they come back in this game. <laughs> Dursa, thoughts on uh, Kraken versus the Stars? Well, being able to solve the Avalanche, even though they've been injury riddled all season, um, and and kind of get through that, uh, I'm going to take the Kraken in seven. They put up four on Ottinger tonight in two periods, so they they found a way to be able to score on that guy. Whether they're that well, they did it, they did it in well, one period. <laughs> they did it like was a minute. It after the first, or was that after the second? It was four two after the first. 
Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, they, they found a way to get to Ottinger and Ottinger hasn't looked like the same guy this year yet that he, that, you know, kind of shell shocked the Calgary flames last year. Um, he's still a goalie that scares me. So I'm kind of thinking with my heart instead of my head, because I don't want the others to face them if they can get through Vegas. And I don't want to get ahead of myself because Vegas is going to be a task, but uh, no, I'll take Seattle in seven. All right. Seattle in seven. John. Funny. I mentioned Chris. I said Chris Knobloch, but I'm thinking Dave Haxtall, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I got, yeah. I got those yeah. two mixed up. I don't know why they yeah. look the same. I think they're both gingers. Um, <laughs> and my brain went to Chuck Knobloch jeepers. Well, we had that conversation earlier. We were Remember talking when he had the yips. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm still thinking away, Joe, the, uh, I like I like Seattle as well. What, what did you take them, Dursa, in seven? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm going to take them in seven as well. They just they have a they're playing with a chip on their shoulder. All those guys have so much to prove. Um, they have like a team full of second liners, and they got tough D. They're playing a great system. They were the number one team five on five in the in the regular season. I think in goals. Um, I I want to I want to see Larson Everly. Um, who else? Who am I missing? Schultz. Schultz against the Oilers in the next round. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take Seattle in seven. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Uh, good choice. Okay, I'll uh, round this one off. Um, I'm gonna take the uh, Kraken in six, and uh, you know a lot of the same reasons Sean was talking about. I mean, uh, five on five, you know, throughout the year. Uh, but one of the areas that, um, nobody's talked about is just the energy level in Seattle for this playoffs. Right. Um, and I think that, you know, if, if they come out of this game, which, you know, uh, this game's not over yet, but if they can come out of Dallas with the win in hand, I really think that they're, um, you know, they're going to take this series. Right, I think that they uh, they go back to Seattle. Energy levels through the roof. Do we know for sure? I know McCann's not on the trip to um, to Mini. Do we know uh, or to uh, Dallas? Sorry, do we know for sure if he's out long term? I think it's still kind of undisclosed. Um, so you know that'll that'll obviously have a big uh, big sway on the series. Uh, Ettinger. You know, I thought I actually Dursa, I thought he played a hell of a first round against um Minnesota. Uh he's a playoff goalie for sure. So he does scare me. Um I just can't I get this, you know. I hope that uh, I'm wrong about um the Kraken in terms of going all the way to the finals, but I get this feeling like this momentum feeling for a team mm-hmm. like this, right? Like you know, they come through that first series against and beat, you know, Colorado, which like that game seven was no four four. Yeah, it was no joke, right? Yeah. Like it's four four now. Yeah. Game seven was no joke. So can I change in real time here to crack <laughs> in seven? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I'm going going to go cracking in seven now i was saying cracking in six of course they'll probably do it in six but anyway um i i just think you get the momentum of playing like 
watching McCarr and, and McKinnon in that final game, like, honestly, McCarr is, uh, he's unreal. Um, and, you know, and the Kraken just, they found a way to win that game. And so I think momentum's in their favor in the playoffs right now, just like it is in for Florida, right? Although I did take the Leafs in that series. Uh, but that has so much to play uh, come come playoff time, especially getting the fans involved. Um, although Florida, they'll be lucky if they sell out <laughs> still. But mm-hmm. but Seattle will sell out and and more. Uh, it should be a pretty exciting series there. Cracking uh, in seven. All right. Next up, we've got uh, Carolina Hurricanes versus the uh, New Jersey Devils. And um, just before we get into this one, uh, maybe I'll start this one. Uh, I'm going to say the Devils in six. Um, I took the Devils against the Rangers. I think that uh, I, I just, I have a hard time believing in Carolina. I don't know what it is, you know, and um, I, I, I was really surprised that they, uh, you know, and, and maybe I shouldn't have been that series was maybe not even as close as I thought it would be the Islanders Kane series. I don't know. I just don't get this uh, feeling. And then the devils, you know, were defensively so good uh, near the end of the series against the Rangers. Um, and um you know, my favorite player, Hughes, right, Dash, who I uh, early on in the season said he'd be uh, lights out, if you recall. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, he, uh, no, I, I just. You, you mean the time I said that he'd get at least 30 more points this season? You told me that was ridiculous. Yeah, I did think it was ridiculous yeah. at the time. Yeah, he, almost, he got 40 more points. <laughs> See, it's ridiculous you didn't go higher. Go higher, man. Like, I can't believe. Anyway, I you know I just think uh, Dallas is another one of those teams riding momentum. Um, if there's a big question mark, it's got to be on the goaltending side, right? Uh, and goaltending wins playoff series. I'm just not a believer in Carolina, so I'm going to go Devils in six. Um, but I will say, is this not like the least exciting playoff series? <laughs> you know, like New Jersey and Carolina. Do you even know? Any Hurricanes fans? Do you know any Devils fans? Um, like at least in the, I think that'll be an exciting series. I mean, it might be. Pace. It yeah. might be exciting. Man, to that's watch, high speed, like, high skill. But there's just nobody like who's like who's cheering for anybody. You know, it'll be fun to watch. It's just like, you know, do you know any Devils fans? I don't know. Like I know more Sabres fans than I know Devils Devils fans and Canes fans. Um. Yeah. Anyway, it it you're a hundred percent. I'm I'm just saying, like from a fan perspective, um, like who gives a shit who wins? That <laughs> there's a might be good hockey, just there's no F's. To that's give. right. Got yeah, it. that's what I'm saying. All right. So uh, up next on this one, we're gonna go with uh, Dash. I, uh, I'm starting to have this feeling in my gut, like we're going to have this 2006 rematch. Um, as soon as Jesse 
Yessa Pugliarvi headed over to Carolina. There was these little rumblings, right? Oh, we'll see in the finals. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Might happen. Um, Carolina is also a tough out, as we just realized when they don't have Sveshnikov, Tibu Teravainen, or Pacioretty playing in their lineup. And still, we're pretty efficient in, in beating the Islanders, in my opinion. Um, you know, they didn't wipe the floor with them, but they were effective, I think. And ultimately, they have momentum on their side. They went 2-2-0 two, two and oh against the Devils in the regular season, so the Devils hadn't beat them in the regular season. Um, I think the goaltending could end up being the answer. Carolina has a deeper defense. Um, you know, you could say that Carolina is going to have trouble scoring, but quite honestly, New Jersey had trouble scoring too. Like, would Eric Halla, who's the, is the other leading scorer, like, that's, you know, going to be interesting to see how it goes. So it probably comes down to the goaltending in which, you know, what are you looking at? An anti-Renta, Freddie Anderson combo versus, I, I can't even remember that guy's name, Akita Schmid? Yeah. 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 Schmid, yeah. So if he, come, if he comes and reverts back to the mean, then I still like the Hurricanes. And so I got to go Carolina seven. Carolina in seven. All right. And up for third, uh, we go uh, with Dursa. Yeah, I'll take uh, Jersey. Uh, I'm going to say in five. I, I that speed game that they have, um, they, they had more breakaways last night or the other night against, against the Rangers um, than the Oilers and Kings gave up each other in the whole series. I mean, it was, it was a track meet. There were so many odd man rushes, like their, their speed game is, uh, is on another level. I think whoever comes out of that series though, is, is not going to go any further. Um, Toronto and, and Florida both play, big boy hockey and I just don't see that out of New Jersey. Um but they definitely have a have a fast up tempo game. So yeah, I'll take I'll take the Devils in five. Devils in I think Brendamore and their defense are being under underrated there, Durs. I don't know. Yeah. That's bold in my opinion. Yeah. Well, I mean, the Canes have already surprised us in one round, but there were a lot of surprises in the first round, and I don't think the Canes were necessarily the underdog against the Islanders. They've got some. The big Islanders should have been. They were maybe one of the weaker playoff teams, right? Canes have some injuries to some key players too, right? <laughs> oh, Timo Meyer's teeth are still in. <laughs> Yeah. Truba's shoulder pad. Oh my god, hit so hard his dog barked. They, they, should have him, they should have put him through concussion protocol today. Because <laughs> I'm sure he's feeling that. Oh, All right. Uh, Sean, you're last uh last at this one. Uh everybody's all over the place. Nobody agrees on anything. What's your yeah, thoughts? Yeah, I'm kind of super torn on it. Like if I'm just, and I haven't really been following Carolina too much, to be honest, the whole year. I didn't realize Svechnikov and Pacioretty, they're both out for the year, right? Yeah. What about Teravainen? Is he out? He's out. He's out as well, yeah. Uh, Teravainen is. 
terrified in his he's, elderly. Yeah, he's yeah. out surgery. Yeah, broken hand. So normal. Oh, and Stashney led their team there. Yeah. So normally, I'd say Carolina has the experience. They've struggled in the past and all that. Um, they've taken their licks and they're due. They're more experienced, but with all those guys out, it's going to be tough. And New Jersey does kind of play that real aggressive, fast style. And I, I, I don't even know who the Schmied guy is. I first time I heard of him was in the playoffs. Um, but I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna go with. I'm going to go with New Jersey. I just feel like they're clicking. They're going to be a tough team to to stop. Carolina just doesn't have that. They just don't do it for me. Without all those guys, I just can't, I can't see it. I mean, it's it could go either way. I'll just I'll take New Jersey in 7, but I'm really not confident about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean that one's all all over the place for sure. Yeah. Yeah, maybe the hardest series to call out of all of them. Right? Um, partly because you don't know both of those teams are dealing with different things, right? Like New Jersey's dealing with goaltending and Carolina's dealing with some wicked injuries, right? Like this is not makes you wonder though, just how good the Canes would be if they didn't have the injuries. Yeah. Right? They would be, they would be the favorites in the East for sure. I think if they had all those guys right now, yeah. like right now after those results, yeah, right yeah. now they would be at these final four for sure. All right, we are on the uh, creme de la crop here. Uh, the Oilers versus the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Now, there's only one answer <laughs> in terms of which team we're all taking. That's just in uh, how many games, I guess. Um, I will have the mute button on the ready. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, but uh, we're going to start with uh, SPR. You, uh, I guess you start this one. All right. Well, I mean, honestly, I like Vegas in five. I don't think the Oilers have much scoring. I don't think they're <laughs> really good. No, honestly, I think, I think the Oilers, honestly, I think the Oilers, I think they're going to have an easier time against Vegas than they are LA, quite honestly. I think they're, I think they're going to, I think they're going to dominate them. Vegas really, really struggles. Well, they struggled at home up until like December uh, this year. They're they're perennial slow starters. They got romped game one against Winnipeg. They got like fifteen shots. I think Edmonton jumps on them early, wins the first game. They might even pull out the second one. Um, I just think the Oilers are they're on a roll right now. They're, I think they're unstoppable. And I think they're just going to – they're still a bit of an underdog, too, against Vegas, which is great because Vegas is the top seed, right? And I I just think they're going to go in there, and they're just going to – I think they're going to stomp them. I really do. I'm going to take Edmonton in five. All right. Oilers in five. Uh, just as a uh, little note there, Garrity saying Stone left practice early, confirmed by Tara. Um, yeah, and I think the, uh, you know, um, nights are pretty much, uh, I guess I'm actually up next if I'm going on my thing here. Uh, yeah. So stone left early. I, I mean, who knows, right. It's, um, you know, if stone leaves, he leaves lots of guys have left early. I mean, 
David's knee was hurt during practice, as we know. <laughs> uh, did I say that live? Are people going to blame me? <laughs> Are they going to be coming after me? Uh, possibly. Easy there, Michael yeah. Rashad. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, well, I mean, your podcast. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, I mean, Sean's right about one thing. Like, I, 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 he's right about a lot of things, but um, only one thing. Yeah, but only one thing. Uh, I do think Oilers will have an easier time against uh, Vegas than they did against LA. Uh, I think the Oilers probably learned something in the LA series as well. You know, they. Uh, or at least can take a lesson right on how to keep a lead, right? Like they, you know, losing those two leads early on in the series were, I think, um, beneficial to, you know, the growth of the team as they go through the playoffs. Uh, and um, I thought DeHarnay, uh, who was absolutely horrid <laughs> in the first part of the series, actually uh, got better as the series uh series went on and i expect him to mature i mean look that's his first you know six games of uh nhl playoff uh experience um you know this this team is just um they're just gonna uh, you know they're just starting their role right like this is um this is the oilers team we've been wanting for a long time at home i don't think we've seen the best of at home yet and I thought he was really good, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, I thought Nurse got better as the uh, series progressed too. Um, you know, and he had a couple of, uh, of rushes in that uh, in the final game there that were you know next level. I just love this team when they get uh, to that point where they're starting to feel good. And I think Skinner. I mean, everybody's making everybody that's not in Edmonton is making a big deal about the eight ninety or whatever save percentage. He's not Grant Fear, but he's he's making saves when he needs to make saves, and I still love his positional play. I think some of that can be chalked up to you know a little bit of uh, uh, rookie goaltending in Stanley Cup playoffs. He's he's just going to get better and better as the playoffs progress, um, and people will. Uh, yeah, I've had a lot of Leafs fans come to me and say, well, Oilers goaltending was pretty shaky. I don't actually, I didn't look at it that way. You know, I, ne I never, there was not a game where I thought that Skinner played absolutely horrendous. He just, he just had, you know, he might not have been like lights out, but he made some pretty key saves. And the other thing is you got to feel good about Jack Campbell coming in the way he came in. Uh, actually oh. takes a little bit of the pressure off of Skinner, um, you know, in these series. So I'm, I might not be so bullish as to take Oilers in five, but I'll take Oilers in six in this one. Uh, and I think we haven't, the other thing is we, we did, definitely didn't see the best of McDavid yet. And I feel like the Eichel thing, and just you know, yeah. even though that's not a big deal, I just think, uh, it's not a big deal to Oilers fans, but I think um, McDavid always wants to prove that he's number one, and this will be another another piece for him to to prove it. Drysaddle, um, I don't know. He's if Beast. he gets any better, he's <laughs> he's like he's already my favorite for Conn Smythe if they get that far. Um, he's got to be right. 
So anyway, that's what I'm taking Oilers in six. Uh, next up, we've got uh, Dash. Or, uh, well, as you said, there's only one answer, but I'm going to back it up. The Oilers uh, are, I agree with Sean wholeheartedly, pretty much echo everything he said, to be honest. Um, I do believe that they're going to have a much easier time with Los Angeles than, um, or sorry, a much easier time with Vegas than they did with Los Angeles. But we've just always historically matched up well against the Knights. Um, it was just actually doing a little bit of adding and scrolling backwards here as we we're in the podcast. This is probably a pretty good tweet I could put out. But uh, to my knowledge, I don't think we have lost to the Knights in regulation in the last 10 games. And going back all the way to 2020, we we're 8 0 2. We haven't lost to the Knights in regulation since February 26, 2020. You might want to fact check me, but that's that's as dominating as it gets. We were three and one against them this year. Uh, we played a game that was integral to our division placements, and we put up a touchdown on them. Seven goals the last time we played them, and that was the Knights team that we're basically facing, especially if Stone is out. Um, I expect it to be a high-scoring series, uh, but nobody's outscoring the Oilers. The interesting thing for me will be to watch is um, Las Vegas Knights were the least penalized team in the entire NHL this year. So, that's, you know, the others want to use their power play or their 60% power play. This might be a tough series to do that. So I fully expect a absolutely rancid Twitter uh, complaining about the referees because the power play chances will be about 16 to 7 again. Well, that's good. But it better be because Vegas power or penalty kill sucks. And how exciting, <laughs> how exciting will it be to see Bressois and Skinner Two Bakersfield goalies going yeah. at it too, right? That'll be for fun. sure. You know the Oilers are just too good; they're too dominant. Um, you know this high-end power can't be stopped. McDavid and Drysaitel have forty-three points over the last five NHL playoff rounds that were scored. Nobody's even close to them. Kale McCarr is thirty-three. Well, and have we seen the best of McDavid yet? And we and we haven't even yeah. seen the yeah. best of McDavid for this yeah. year's this year's playoffs. He led yeah. last season's you know, entire playoff scoring. So they're 10 points up on anybody else and they didn't even make it to the finals last year. That's dominance. And I just not sure that the Oilers can be stopped at this point in time. Yeah. Oilers in five and five. I'm just thinking because they let their foot off the gas and that's the only reason it won't be a game that Vegas wins. It'll be a game that the Oilers lose. I think they take the first two in Vegas. They come home, take their foot off the gas, lose game three in Edmonton realize what they've done, fix their mistakes, dominate game four, and then just close it off in game five. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, uh, I, I should have added, um, you know, I mentioned I was listening to Rob Brown on, uh, Sirius XM NHL. He was on the coolest show today and he, um, you know, he brought up one thing that LA didn't do against the Oilers that really was the deciding factor. And it's that most teams are looking at the Oilers and saying, you know, we're spotting you two goals at a minimum for having McDavid and Dreisaitl. Um, and so if we can score three, you know, we can we can beat the Oilers. And uh, But you have to shut down the bottom six. And uh, L.A. didn't do that, you know, as evidenced by Yamamoto scoring the, uh, the final goal and, and uh, Clean Costin uh, scoring, a, uh, you know, a deuce. 
And, um, you know, the, um, the Oilers, somebody please mention that Evan Bouchard set an NHL record for power play points by defenseman in the round. Yeah. Yeah. Bouchard's amazing. Like in these, and these are all names that aren't Leon Dreisaitl or Connor McDavid. And if you can't shut down the rest of the team, uh, you're in for a world of hurt. We should be excited as Oilers fans. Obviously, I mean, you still have a series to play, but, um, it's it's definitely one of those years and and uh that looked pretty good in our favor all right dersa you get last word on this one there's a part of me that's a little bit nervous because you kind of you go through you know this struggle series and stingy la team that really actually until the latter latter games in the series played a real disciplined uh you know style and I just hope that there isn't kind of an emotional letdown um, and sort of thinking you've won a series before you even started. That's the part of this that kind of Mm -hmm. scares me a little bit. Um, So I think we'll win the series, but I think it will go six games. It wouldn't surprise me if it's shorter, if there is no kind of emotional uh, sag with these guys, but that part scares me a little bit. And I think the undisciplined play hopefully is behind us. Um, and, and we're we're in good shape there. And if if Vegas is going to the sin bin a lot, this series will be over real quick. But uh, I don't think they're they're like an undisciplined team. I think they're a physical team, but I don't think they're they lack discipline. Um, I do think we'll overwhelm them though when they get into kind of track meet style games. I, I just don't think Vegas has the top end talent that we do. We can keep up with that. Um, it'll be, it will be interesting to see Brassois against Skinner and who has the edge there. My gut tells me Skinner is a little bit more, um, of a patient goalie, um, and more positionally sound, I think, than Brassois. Um, but Brassois might be a little bit more athletic and I'm interested in that. Um, I don't think Petra Angelo is quite the defenseman he was when he was in St. Louis, but still a pretty good D-man. Um, but I think, you know, the acquisition of Ekholm kind of uh, cancels that out a little bit. And the way Bouchard's playing right now, I mean, that's that's next level. And uh, don't sleep on Matt – or sorry, Brett Kulak. I almost called him the, the plumber Matt. Um, uh, Brett, I thought, had a fabulous series, uh, you know, against the Kings. And Nurse, for me, as as it went on, you know, in Game 7, I thought he was, did a real good job of um, trying to contain Kempe and Kempe was a force for the Kings. Um, and, and I think that Yamamoto hole was a direct result of nurses like drive there and, and, and holding onto the puck and, and, uh, you know, holding the zone there. Um, I like us. I think, I, I think it, it's a six game series. Cause I, I think Vegas has enough there that they can just win a game. I don't think, we'll have puck luck in four straight games where everything goes our way. I, I, I think that's a little bit unrealistic, but who knows? Um, like I say, if, if Vegas is undisciplined, it could be, it could get late early for them. You brought up a player that uh, none of us mentioned, uh, which is Kulak. And he kind of looks like the Kulak from the Montreal Canadiens run. Yeah. Doesn't he? Uh-huh. Like he, um, he's certainly uh, playing with some speed and agility and uh, some nastiness too. Yeah, like him nastiness and, and- yeah, I mean, he's, you know, obviously he's not, if you're relying on Kulak, then you're in trouble, but you need that kind of play from your, you know, your 
your third pairing in order to yeah. to win the odd game, and he just he looks good. Like Kulak and Montreal had Petrie and Weber and Edmondson, right? That were all big and nasty around him, and I think that's similar to what's going on here. Nurse and Ekholm are all big and nasty. I didn't realize how big Broberg was until we seen him like kind of in scrums with the Kings. He's a he's a kind of a big guy too. Like size wise, he's not the thickest guy in the world, but he's not small. Oh, he is. He's thick, man. He's chiseled out of stone. That guy's cleft palm two point Yeah, yeah. I guess he, I guess he was beside Deharnay when I saw that one thing. And Deharnay is a coke machine, so yeah, it's hard to compare. But he's he's a big guy. Yeah. All right, well, you just kind of maybe open the floor for a couple of minutes and we'll talk about this series and, um, you know, a couple of the things. I guess Kulak's, um, you know, a good one to talk about. I One thing I'm kind of curious to get all your takes on is, um, you know, after seeing the um, the first series, who in the bottom six is going to be an X factor uh, for the Oilers, do you think? And, and um, you know, maybe do a jump ball and see... I like Fogel. I think his five-on-five play was immaculate in the first round. And talk about Kulak. I think they had a similar type of game, you know, from a forward defense perspective, of course. But Kulak's five-on-five play, um, you know, or Clean Costin, one of those two guys where you keep rolling them out on the third or fourth line. And if we go eleven and seven and can stick McDavid or Drysaddle out with those guys every time now and then, for me, it's that's where my money is. Yeah. Did you see that Pavelski just dragged Dallas back into this game? It's going to overtime 4-4. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's been uh Yeah, Pavelski comes back gets the four calls ridiculous. Oh, he scored all four? Yeah. All four. Yeah. Oh wow. Good. We go back and look at his net front presence in those yeah. goals. I have him in my pool. Absolutely ridiculous. Ridiculous, yeah. right? Last player with four goals in a playoff game was Dennis Gurianov versus the Flames. Yeah. So, uh, Garrity's asking, um, now, Jan Mark, uh, he's expected to return. Um, Garrity asks who comes out for Jan Mark. And I've got to, you've got to think that it's going to be 12 and 6, right? Anybody think otherwise? Um, I mean, I guess, Dash, you were just suggesting 11. In- injuries will dictate, probably, like Broberg might, right? If somebody gets hurt in the meantime, then it's an easy decision. If everybody stays yeah. healthy, then Broberg probably comes out. Yeah, I mean, that would be my thinking <laughs> on it. And there's nothing to say that, you know, like, and Woodcroft has done that. He typically, the sad part is he's done it at the, um, at Clean Costin's expense, <laughs> which... You know, I always like I love Costin uh, the way he plays, but um, uh, you know, it seems that Woodcroft, if he's looking for extra minutes for McDavid or Drysaddle, that's who pays the pays the piper. Um, who do you got for an X factor in the bottom six? Yeah, you know, I'd have to. Uh, yeah, I like Fogel. I, I mean, I Fogel's so streaky for me that. Um, you know, I don't know I, if I had to go with anybody. And, and again, it would um, depend on Janmark uh, coming in. But like, I think a guy that just he's he had such a solid year. And I think playing against Vegas, um, you know, it yeah. might be good for him is Derek Ryan. I think 
is the guy that I would like to. Maybe it's more of a wishful thing, but um, like he's not. I just think that he's the kind of guy that makes the difference in a series like this, right? Like he's just, you know, he he had such a good year, and um, he was the Bill Masterson nominee, right, for uh, mm -hmm. Edmonton, and rightfully so, right? Like who who had him on their bingo card as being a solid oiler for the season, right? Like. Not a lot of did exactly what he did last year. Ten goals yeah. and five on five play. And, and did no you expect it though? Like you kind of at at some point you feel like it's just going to drop off, but he just you know he gets out there and does the same thing. Um, and when he makes a difference, I think he makes a really good difference. He's um, I'm just looking. He's 36 years old now, so he's not you know he's not young. He's not a huge guy, um, but he continues to do the same things. Um, I'll take Derek Ryan as my X factor uh, in the series, just as a guy that, you know, makes all the difference in the world. I'm mean, good to see him on draws and stuff too. And um, yeah. Just dawned on me. Yeah. Mark will be playing against his X team. There's that too. Yeah. I, I like, I think Ryan McLeod's going to do well. I think his yeah. team's going to create problems for honorable for mention Vegas. And uh, I see Neil Garrity says, I hate 12 and six. I mean, I'm actually a big fan of 11 and 11 and seven myself in the playoffs. And one thing we forgot to mention, um, Dash, when you were saying that Edmonton dominates the uh, the Knights, that's been with Dreisaitl and McDavid on separate lines. They've mm -hmm. dominated, so I fully expect my, um, Woodcroft to go back to that and uh, just just you know just keep rolling those two lines, like just hammer them with those two lines, right? And then McLeod can come in there and take some uh, take some tough minutes as well but i think he's due for he hasn't really had a trademark game or series or anything really and i think maybe this round hopefully he can kind of make his mark kind of like you know todd marchant ish type mm -hmm. of thing score a few big goals so i'm gonna i'm gonna go with mcleod Jeez, he's he's exactly the that. In new jersey too yeah yeah He's exactly that marchant type of player too right like mm -hmm. <laughs> that's a good Bet, better hands on the breakaway yeah that's exactly, uh, exactly it. Dursa. Yeah, like, <clears throat> Fogel games one through six gave you the exact same game. He just worked hard and finished all his checks and, and you know, worked his ass off. Uh, um, for me, though, I think my X factor in a series like this is, is I'll go with clean costing. Um, brings that physicality, and he's he's – He's he's found that kind of you know hard wrister snapshot through defensemen's feet that goalies have a hard time with. Um, him and Kane both, uh, you know, found their their shots to the far side on uh, Corpusallo that ate him for breakfast. Um, yeah, I'll go with Costin. I think he just he's probably got the skills to be a top six guy, but they they put him in the bottom six and. You know, he in his limited time, he he makes makes a mark. Yeah, he makes a mark with few minutes. But and that's my challenge with ask putting him down as an X factor, though. Is Woodcroft seems to you know steal minutes from Costin for you know like McDavid or for Drysaddle? I mean, he played that one game where he scored. Uh, he played six and a half, seven minutes that game, right? Like he played next to nothing. Um, I guess. You know, that's a testament to, like, I know shit in rec league hockey, if I didn't play <laughs> 20 minutes, I'd have a hard time going out and 
scoring a goal. I have a hard time going out and scoring a goal when I'm playing regular shift. So, uh, you know, for a guy like that, that level to get off onto the ice for, you know, seven minutes in a game and still have the uh, wherewithal to put the puck in the net and then, um, and then come up big in a, in a uh, elimination game like he did. I mean, he reminds me of another former Russian in, in Anton Schlepeshlev, like that st- same kind of shot, but a more physical version of that and, and, and a little bit more mobile, but yeah. 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 I, I mean, that's, I mean, it's a solid choice. All of them are solid choices. And I think kind of the interesting thing that, um, you know, we can, Talk about a bottom six X factor and each have a different guy, <laughs> right? Like that's, um, you know, I said it uh, last, uh, you know, that if this was um, last year's Oilers, I didn't think we'd get past the the Kings um, the way that they played this year. Of course, it's not, it's not last year's Kings squad either. So, you know, I mean, that's maybe not a fair statement that i made but at the end of the day i mean this team is considerably different than the one that got us to the conference final last year mm-hmm. adding in Ekholm, adding in costin you know yeah. um those are two guys that um make More us patient, a lot bigger in. adding in bugstad right yeah yeah i, he, I he getting, guys i think this uh garrity's on the 11 and 7 i know you mentioned it sean i just think that Play eleven and seven, anyway. <laughs> you know what I mean. Like you got to sit a guy to put McDavid out. You sit a guy to put McDavid out. That's the only thing. Who comes out for Yanmark then? No, I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm saying like pay twelve and six, but coach it like eleven and seven oh, if you I have see. to. Right. I mean, I. I just think Woody will do that. I. I. I mean, it doesn't really matter if you need to put McDavid out for an extra ten minutes in a game. He does it. Right, he if, out. I just don't think if, it. Yeah, if I'm coaching, up I, on right wing. <laughs> if, yeah, if if I'm coaching, I don't I don't think about putting Yanmark in until Saturday. Give him a few extra days. I think he'll play. If they had a few extra days, he'll play. You can't. I. Yeah, I can't see them uh, sitting. Maybe I'm wrong, but. But I. But that, you know the thing is is you know and and Woodcroft's not afraid to do it. He'll he'll put. Um, McDavid or Drysett, I'll give them more minutes if he needs to. I think the only thing eleven and seven gives you is you've got DeHarnay back there who is still a rookie, and maybe gives you the opportunity to throw Broberg in um, if you don't like what you're seeing, right? But I, I hope, knock on wood, I hope DeHarnay is over his playoff jitters. I like the protection if in case somebody gets injured during the game. Or if they get a major, you can still you still have six defensemen, so yeah. you can still keep those pairs. And then if if that doesn't happen, you just sit the seventh defenseman and just put Drysaddle or McDavid on the fourth line, right? So yeah, okay. any, I there's, that, yeah. there's a question whether like uh, you're more afraid of of the Kings forward group or, or the Knights, and because DeHarnay's foot speed kind of got exposed a little bit right against against LA. So mm. are you worried about that again? I don't think it was his foot speed so much as just bad reads. Yeah. Like bad pinches. Yeah. Poor gap control. Yeah. I mean, I was, I'm not I'm, too emotional. That's what I think it was. It was the emotion. I right? agree. Like he, you know, the fact that he was yelling stuff. at the officials after every call yeah. and, uh, 
I mean, you earn that respect from officials. You can't just yell it. <laughs> no. You know, yeah. It wasn't necessarily caught. his foot speed. He, he got caught flat-footed a couple of times, right? Yeah. So he wasn't sure. He got caught in between. He didn't know what he was going Bad decisions. Yeah. yeah. He, got, he got caught on a northbound train when they were heading south. Yeah. 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 And that's pretty much it. Um, all right, guys. Uh, I just want to go uh, around the horn and then uh, we'll finish it off tonight. I'll um, we'll finish off with you tonight, uh, Sean. Uh, I'll say my my stuff. Uh, go to you, Dursa Dash, and then finish with Sean. Uh, round one, you know, I'll just say, yeah, it was absolutely. I enjoyed uh, I enjoyed watching all the hockey. As much as I uh, hate the uh, hate the Leafs, um, I'm I'm glad that they finally won a series. I, I hate to say it, but uh, shit, as Leafs fans, I mean, they waited 19 years. That's a freaking long time. We know as Oilers fans what it feels like to wait a long time for something. Um, it's almost torture at that point. Uh, but that's about all the series that I hope they win. Even though I took them, I'd be happy to be wrong about that one. <laughs> So, uh, you know, I've got no problem uh, uh, eating crow and being wrong about that choice. Um, but I do think the Leafs have a better team this year than they've had uh, in recent years. So we'll see what happens there. Round two, I'm I'm equally as excited about. I mean, this um, I uh, my my biggest concern is the one that you guys all brought up, which is um, that the Oilers may have too easy of a time with Vegas. Uh, and then if that happens, you, uh, if they take Vegas, uh, you know, in, let's even say, uh, in four or even five and that Seattle, um, series against Dallas goes seven that can work against you, as you know, I mean, sitting down for can it though, when long. you haven't lost in regulation in 25 straight games. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just a, uh, it's just a concern that I have that, um, you know, you you know, you're either in yeah, in it uh, deep against them, um, and and you're just staying engaged. Um, we'll see. I mean, I like I believe in this Oilers team uh, more so than I've believed in any team that we've had uh, since um, you know we made the playoffs in 2016. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see how that goes. And, and I believe in Skinner. I whether some people are scared of his play or not, I think that positionally he's just been so sound um, that he's just going to get better as the playoffs go. And and um, again, I you know, it's it's that fear like sort of scenario where he just makes the right saves at the right times. Um, and um, the only time that. Uh, he didn't make the right save was that shorty uh, goal the other night. But um, as we saw in the replay, that's just, that's pure puck luck and a broken stick. Uh, that was unbelievable. Um, and outside of that, I, you know, I like, uh, I like our chances. I, you know, um, you look at Skinner, he just looks confident back there. He, he doesn't seem to be overreacting to anything. And, and the Oilers need a, need a goalie that's not overreacting that believes in the team in front of them as much as the team in front of them believes in him. So I think that's all good, good stuff. Uh, thanks to everybody who tuned in today. Um, you know, as, as always heavy hockey, will be doing 
lots of stuff. I do hope as the playoffs go on, we'll I'll do more uh, daytime shows of uh, Oilers Live just to kind of uh, look at um, specific games and uh, around lunchtime compete with Oilers Now. Oilers Live versus Oilers Now. Maybe benefit from the uh, closeness in the name. Maybe get two or three extra viewers. Typo. <laughs> Accidentally type it in wrong. Yeah, exactly. Who knows? <laughs> anyway, I uh, appreciate everybody tuning in. I uh, love you guys. This is uh, this is a good panel to have. Um, I, you know, uh, all three guys. You know, I've known for quite a while. And Sean, good to see you again. Uh, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, hopefully, we get you on a couple more times during the playoffs here. Uh, and especially if um, you know the Oilers go deep, we'll, um, we'll definitely get you back on. Uh, so we'll go to you, Dursa, and then uh, pass it over to Dash. And then, um, Sean, we do, you know, I don't know how long it's been since you've been on the show, but I, what I do now is um, I put everybody on mute, and the last guest uh, gets, the, uh, gets the microphone to say whatever they want to say okay. without worry about uh, being uh, interrupted or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And um, when you're done, you say goodnight. And uh, I turn on the end screen, and, and away we go. So you're going to get the last word tonight. Uh, it usually works against me if it's Dash or Dursa that get the last word, but uh, tonight it's <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, Dursa, you're up. Yeah, I, I think tomorrow's a, a big game. Um, they say sometimes you're most susceptible for defeat after a big victory, and I think uh, coming through that Kings series, I just hope, you know, they don't take Vegas too lightly. They already know it's going to be a different style of play, um, you know, from that tight checking one three one trap bullshit that we played for uh, six games against Kings. They know it's going to be open and, and a little bit more run and gun. I hope they take advantage of that and, and put Vegas on their heels, make them take penalties and pick them apart like they have been doing to everybody um, this season with the historic power play and uh, on a another level in the playoffs just unheard of clipping along at uh, 60 some odd percent um so yeah i think tomorrow's a big one and then they've got a few days to rest and recover and it, it would be pretty sweet to come home to edmonton up to nothing in the series but uh one game at a time um i hope we win this series and and keep the fun going so we've got more to talk about uh for a few months yet yeah sure. First things first, it's the first podcast. We haven't had Angel on from LA in about uh, two and a half months. So I, I hope he's okay. Everybody, everybody's okay down there in LA. And you know, his heart has been able to take this. Uh, Dallas, um, I want to change to Dallas in five. They're in overtime here. And I said if they can win this game, I'm going to change my pick. So I'm just changing it now because I think they're going to win this. Um, he bury your accuracy in the first round, given all of it. I'd, I'd honestly felt a little more comfortable if you'd have just taken the Knights in five. I think um, my accuracy was better than yours. Oh, come on. <laughs> come on. Um, but all seriousness, uh, all joking aside, just honestly, a, a pleasure to be on here as always, buddy. Thanks for inviting me on for the 45th time. Uh, this is a ton of fun to talk about the Oilers with you. Um, 
SPR honor to be on here with you. I, I've watched you many times on the show. I respect your work. I, I love all your analysis on junior hockey and really big fan. And I look up to you here. So I'm uh, honored to be on here with you. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, buddy. Thanks. All right. Finish My turn off, Sean. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, once again, uh, thanks for having me on. Thanks for the kind words there, Dash. You guys do a fantastic job. Um, I kind of miss this, uh, the intro music. Is that Bon Jovi that sings, sang that song? A um, couple things and, I'll, and I'll, I'll finish it off. I'm a man of few words, as you know. Uh, as far as Skinner goes, I think Skinner is, uh, I have a lot of belief in Skinner. People are criticizing him. A lot of the goals he gave up, they were point blank shots. He didn't have any chance on most of those. And the stick broke on the one that was a giveaway. I have no concerns with Skinner whatsoever. He's got the makeup. He's got the mentality to play play the position. I think he's a winner, and I am not concerned. I'm more concerned about Nurse Cece, the top pair, uh, defensively than I am with Skinner. Um, and as far as the best coach in the league, as far as I'm concerned, I think I think Jay Woodcroft is is the best coach in the league. I mean, he's methodical. He's analytical. I love the adjustments he made in the series with LA. Um, I love how his team got screwed over game one. They responded. I love how they were down three, nothing in the first period and they responded. I like how stylistically he made adjustments, both offensively and defensively. I love the fact he didn't rely on dry and McDavid, like so many other previous Oilers coaches have, although he did in this playoffs, but that was, I expect him to go back to splitting them up. I think he's a terrific coach. I think he has, a, he has a great handle of the locker room. He knows half the team. He coached them in Bakersfield. They all kind of look up to him and respect them. I think he's an absolute fantastic coach. Um, I think Oilers fans, you should be super excited. And obviously, I'm an Oilers fan too. I'm excited. Uh, I mean, this team has it all. With with the at-home edition, they're a complete team. Um, they're a little bit weak defensively, but I think they make up with that with their depth offensively. I think they're the best team that are still in the playoffs. And I really think that they've had so many heartaches for so many seasons that finally this is the year that they're actually going to break through. So enjoy the ride. It's going to be a blast. Once again, thanks for having me, guys. And hopefully I'll see you again soon. Peace out. Oh,